Hello, and welcome back to the MMR Off the Air podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Christian. And today, we are sadly one host down, but don't worry, we have lots to talk about. And the best thing to talk about is the upcoming summer-spring season. And for any of you in Michigan right now, early April, it is snowing. So we're just preparing at the moment. You know, once we actually get the summer vibes, we'll truly get our playlist all set. But... You know, I don't know about you, but for me, when I make playlists, there's like two that I keep that are like, you know, driving music and then like summer music. And a summer one's always rotation. I'm like, you were last summer. Now you're new summer. Do you do you like have when you make playlists for summer or think about this kind of vibe? Is it always like new music that you're finding that you're putting into it? Um, that's an interesting question. See, uh, I've been I've been creating summer plays for like four or five years now. But Mm -hmm. what I do is. I kind of like take like the same sound and vibes and similar artists and kind of like expand beyond that, you know, and try to find new music from them or music that sounds similar enough where it's like, I mean, because at the end of the day, you want like, you want like uptone, like, uh, like beachy stuff, you know? And I, I feel like the best way to do that is just stick to your guns and kind of like expand from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, when you're talking about a lot of summer music that's upbeat, I know in mine personally, uh, I have like a lot of hip hop influences in mm-hmm. beats of songs, not necessarily a lot of like rap or hip hop itself, besides like stuff from the chronic from Dr. Dre yeah. or something like that. But, uh, you know, like you are hip hop head. Like I imagine all your music is like heavily influenced by like the New York rap scene, a lot of West Coast stuff too, just like really like good walk like sketching walking music so yeah i mean uh yeah that's 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 fair i've actually never even thought about it like that because i for my for my like little little box like i usually um am trying to find like like more of indie more like lo-fi sounds but looking like back in my summer post like i've still got like a lot of hip-hop on it Mm -hmm. yeah i got some like lo-fi stuff as well but uh, I know what you mean about like the playlist like vibing because it has to like if you put it on shuffle you got no zingers mm. it's all good upbeat stuff and you know also with you know my taste uh, every time I come on the podcast and have my own uh, take on you're like oh listen to this album let's talk about this which by the way we're going to be talking about Michelle which is uh, a six piece group from New York and they half the time you talk about them, you can't not talk about summer. They just embody that positive energy. And with that positive energy, for me, it's a lot of funk, R&B, uh, kind of this soulful essence of it where, you know, I know in most generations or most playlists I've heard, it's a lot more rap and uh, hip-hop oriented, whereas mine's just kind of like little influences. Is there uh, a part of your playlist that, like, you know, you, that is kind of stretching outside the norms or like when you think about summer, is there a certain sound that is more than what you normally listen to that you think of? Um, well, yes. Do you, do you know of an artist called St. Motel? St. Motel, not, uh, they, so. they've made, uh, they made a lot of big songs. Um, if you hear Cold Cold Man, you've probably, you probably will recognize it, but they, um, I don't know. They just they they just had this like very grandiose and very like uh just 
just upbeat tone that kind of like uh really support like it's it's kind of like the uh like the supporting song in the place you yeah. know that that just kind of like maintains the vibe yeah something that i find is a lot of music that's in my playlist it's almost like stripped back to an essence and i think that's part of the summer sound like it's like a little bit like there's a low pass filter like there's a little bit like high end cutoff kind of like the guitars have a very natural way to them like almost as if you know you're on the beach and your buddy just grabs a guitar like how would yeah. that sound to you not this whole you know highly produced you know 5.1 surround sound kind of no that's vibe. That, that's a great point like uh i have i have this band called circa waves on mm -hmm. uh, a lot of my players a lot and they're uh i'd call them surf rock i mean that's mm -hmm. That's what I would label them as, and that kind of embodies what you just said, like perfectly. Like those kind of like hard hitting guitar riffs that are just kind of like easy listening to. Yeah, and the know? twang. I know uh, my friend loves uh, Mustard Service. If you know them. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they ha they embody this like new, like alternative, almost like you know alternative rock, but like they have that surfer element with the guitars. Yeah. And it's yeah. a very strong sound that, you know. Just kind of like you know, it was born from like you know the Beach Boys, all that kind of mm -hmm. era when it was like so, first made. So uh, let me let me ask you this: mm -hmm. Is there is there an album that just like embodies summer for you, or is this that uh, Michelle album that we're gonna talk to? Recently, about it has been Michelle. Uh, the first album that I was my summer was I remember distinctly. You know, I was like third grade on the playground. I was just like doing my own thing, playing basketball or just running or doing something. And I stepped on something. I was like, oh, what was that? And it was the Gorillaz Demon Days album oh. CD. And it's just like in a jewel case. I'm like, why is this here? <laughs> and, you know, as a kid, all I knew at the time was like radio. And despite them being on the radio, I didn't really like listen to music. Yeah. As soon as I put that in my Walkman and, uh, you know, I got home, I was just like, like this is, I felt like I like found something mm -hmm. like, like completely new. And like that album too is like, a lot of hip-hop uh, elements, a lot of cool, like, alternative, it, like, rock. Like, it was a perfect blend for me not liking a lot of rap growing up to be, like, the perfect marriage of both. No, yeah, it is. It's I'd basically describe Demon Days as, like, a half, like, experimental alternative and half hip-hop album. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, it it just blends so well. I mean, I mean, Deltron thirty thirty, like yeah, exactly. That that you know, feel good and Clint Eastwood, like all those are just so timeless. Yeah. yeah. And uh, how about you? For you, is there uh, an album that screams summer? There is. Um, so let me take you back here. Mm -hmm. uh, Corona first starting summer twenty twenty. We were all in lockdown. Funnily enough, it became the like most memorable and most fun time in my life mm -hmm. because it was just me and the same group of people hanging out and like hammocking all day, just having like the best time ever. And we were always listening to two albums in particular. Um, one, Nice Colors by Kai Dreams and Atwood. Okay. Um, it's 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 just like it oozes summer like. It, it's kind of like a hip-hop and uh, beachy hybrid that kind of, like, has these, like, serene, like, guitar riffs, but also layered with, like, 
really high mix like hip uh i mean hi-hats and drums are they uh west coast are like i don't know where you know they're from but like i know specifically me like the chronic or like anything from snoop dogg like i think of that as warm summer music as well just from its sound see this is this is a bit different because i'd say this is more like indie pop than it is hip-hop but it has a lot of those like hip-hop influences you know Mm -hmm. um and then another one uh of course, you know, I'm a huge Mac Miller fan. Yes. And uh, his first, uh, not his first mixtape, but his first like uh, mixtape actually uh, promoted by his record label, Kids. Um, it's it's just full of summertime bangers like uh, The Spins, obviously, Outside, uh, All I Want Is You. It's just like, I don't know, We it just kind of like embodies that kind of like freedom and youth that you kind of feel in summer i mean that might just be me but like i just feel like well yeah it's not even like the sound but also you know music has this interesting thing of like cementing a memory in time yeah exactly and i know like for me you know we're talking about vibes of music and you know strange as it is like i feel like you know when you first heard them and if they're perfect for it it's like cements it like i know uh like a late fall time album for me is like jack garrett's phases where it's like this kind of soulful r&b but it's like heavy electronic too so it's like a you know i don't know like music's strange like that same with it smells is, you yeah. ever notice like smells it's like you'll smell something be like like yo wh- this smell i haven't smelled this since i was like nine exactly. like is my mom making something but like, it just takes you back yeah yeah and like you know, you know music uh cements you where you heard it and also uh a good also summer kind of upbeat album is star rose monday and that's really interesting because you think about like talking about a day of the week, even for a time, like he embodies like an upbeat kind of he has a lot of um, guest artists on the album. And it's kind of just like about having like a good step forward to your first work day of the work week. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's so underrated. Like, yes, I feel like a lot of music embodies summer, which is a good thing because. You know how you when you want to live life and enjoy it, it's you know when it's warm out mm-hmm. and you get around people, festivals. See, I mean, that's that's kind of the interesting thing that like kind of correlates with me. I mean, uh, you said most music embodies summer, but I I strive to make my summer playlist the best playlist I make that year. <laughs> yes. So basically, when I'm looking for music, when I'm listening to music throughout the year. It's for that playlist. It's like, okay, this song is amazing. I put it on the playlist. And like a couple weeks go by, I find another amazing song. And it's only like the best of the best that get onto this playlist. Mm-hmm. I know, I, I've had that moment too where I'm like, I love this song, but I've added eight songs and you're the outlier. It's exactly. like, you don't follow the vibe exactly. So I don't know. Gotta cut you out. And then you got five yeah, summer playlists. You're like, God damn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, is there uh, also anything you're looking forward to for this summer? Any festivals, any shows? COVID's kind of on the downward, yeah. you know, knock on wood. But uh, See, have you ever been to any festivals in the past? Uh, no, I have not, but I really want to go to Mopop this year. Okay. And, uh, I mean, if I have the money at the time, Lollapalooza. But Everyone talks about Lala. I haven't never been to Lala, although I feel like it's something I got to do at yeah, some point. Yeah, I, I feel like it's something you just have to do, and I feel like, I don't know. I don't think the lineup is like super great this year, but like it's kind of like the perfect time for me to do well, it. Well, it's great about know? festivals like that. The only one I really been to was Electric Forest back in 2016. Dang. I want to go to Electric Forest so bad. That one's it looks great. So fun. Like 
I was really upset because there was two artists I really wanted to see. One I forgot about or like I couldn't get there in time. I was trying to meet my friend. And then one of them, he backed out. Uh, There's a guy called O.T.T. Ott. He's a very kind of psychedelic, kind of cool, you know, electronic artist. But what's great about summer festivals like that is, you know, you're in a forest like that. But then even then, there's three or four main stages and then like 10 other small stages. Yeah. And it's like... I just like found some dudes just doing trumpet and guitar and like using echo effects and like putting dubstep beats to it, like with looping. I was just like, I don't even care. Like, oh, uh, like bass nectar is going to be playing. I don't care. I want to yeah. listen to you. Yeah, man, that's just like, that just sounds phenomenal. Just like a celebration of music, really. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I need to make it out to Electric Forest. Uh, I've got, I've got a friend whose parents, uh, uh, well, her dad DJed there once, mm-hmm. and uh, she went, and she absolutely loved it. And she's been trying to get us, like, all to go back with her. Yeah, if you go with a group, it's really, it's like, a great experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, just festivals in general. I want to go to more shows, hopefully make my way to Grand Rapids more. Yeah, and uh, they've got a lot of good venues out there. Yeah, because, like, around here, there's some stuff at the Soaring Eagle, but I think, you know, it's going to be still pretty cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean... High hopes for the summer. And, you know, also come by uh, more 182 for our meetings on Thursday nights at 7. And you can meet people. And, you know, I guarantee you, you're going to find one or two good songs for your summer playlist because we're always adding to our uh, semester playlist for all the people who love music because we all love music, all to talk about it. And speaking of talking about more music, so time to get into the artist of the week. Okay. And. So this group is called Michelle with all caps and all their songs also are with all caps, which is a proud statement and a reason too, because this band was formed in 2018 and they are the embodiment of the new generation of artists. Uh, It involves six people. Two of them were kind of like producers that knew these other four singers and decided to make this project. So they weren't really a band when they first made their first album. So Julian Kaufman and Charlie Kilgore uh, got around and eventually got the singers of Sophia D'Angelo, Leila Koo, Emma Lee, and Jamie Lockhart. So right from the get-go, we, you talk about their first album, Heat Wave. Uh, it is... I love that album because it is very short kind of... You can tell it was a passion project. Mm-hmm. For them, it was, we have all these ideas. We just need some great vocalists to highlight specifically this song versus this song. And that's how they got the four girls together. And it's a 30-minute album. Uh, it has a lot of influences of R&B, hip-hop, uh, funk, some jazz, some anthem kind of music. And it's it's really interesting how... You know, usually when bands have multiple singers, it's like they're fighting. But yeah. here they don't. Yeah, no, uh, I I noticed that as well when listening. Like I, I honestly couldn't tell them apart at sometimes because like it was just so cohesive together. Which I mean, I, I believe that was intentional. I mean, it just like sounded like that. But it they they just had like a such a way of like handing it off to each other. You know. Yeah. Like uh, even. Like, not just on one track, but 
like passing the baton like in between tracks you know what i mean yeah so you know i mean their first album was great and but it was strange because they actually didn't meet in the same room all together until their first show that's how quick i think they actually made it in like two weeks really yeah so i know because one of the songs off that is like the same melody as uh the bottom i like heard it i'm like oh yeah that's oh, really? just like pitched Wait, up which one is that because the bottom is like by far my favorite on this that was one. off their first one that's a great song um was, oh yeah, it's got ten million streams. Jeez. Yeah, and uh, they were pretty big. They're actually touring with Mitski, so I'm sad Lauren's oh, not here. Really? Yeah. yeah, they were at one point. Uh, I believe it was summer or ideal. Oh, it was ideal. Okay. The intro's that, but uh, so it's pretty fast. But with this new album, the main one we're talking about, after dinner we talk dreams, uh, is four years after and. They solidified themselves as a group. They don't want to call themselves a band. They want to call themselves a group because, you know, the way they started, they don't know where they're going. They love making music together, but it is a lot of different personalities. But yeah. they do make it work in this album, I think, uh, especially the first song, Mess You Made. Mm -hmm. You're talking about the vocals, like ping-ponging, going, like trading off. It's perfectly the way they do. Yeah, that there. you don't you don't get another example like you don't get a better example of that like ever. And I love like the kind of like R and B inspired nature of it too. Yeah, like, they, they they take like a Destiny's Child approach, but oh, yeah. like more soulful. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever heard like an R and B group with that many female vocalists and like take a tempo or a song that you know. Me either. They, I mean, yeah, they. I feel like with this track in particular, they really like stretch it out to its completeness you know like they really found its full realization but um mm -hmm. second track expiration date yes love it so much it's a good song this is like my favorite on the album favorite michelle song by far um mm -hmm. i think that's just due to the uh it's the more like hip-hop inspired production because they've got the highly mixed hats and 808s um uh contrasted well with like the light guitar plucks chorus is super catchy mm -hmm. as well like it it's just a really engaging song through and through yeah it keeps a steady tempo i like we said like guitar plugs because everything feels kind of like quick with like the instrumentation yeah and yeah. so the singer for that i believe was sophia and she also did a couple other songs but the first singer that you mainly hear especially in the song pose is emma lee so she is like i would say more not the one singing and then uh layla and jamie are um more background but mm -hmm. well see that's that's another thing i feel like they the background vocals like mm -hmm. uh due to them sounding uh like very similar but still like unique in in a way like uh i think when they like layer like uh mm -hmm. vocal tracks like together like with the chorus and all three singers like it's it's beautiful honestly it just yeah, I, and they I do have they, they do, do have very similar vocals because even when I first heard their stuff, I'm like, why is there like a bunch of people on the car? Who is that? And yeah. I'm like, oh, it's actually them. And you know, they talk about it why they named themselves Michelle. It's because they wanted to embody like a young female, like proud perspective. And so there's like, we're none of us are named Michelle. Let's just you interesting. Know. They're actually interesting. talking about like Gertrude or something. Gertrude, like some some crazy <laughs> name for the first. And they're like, nah, let's do something a bit more. Yeah, uh, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. A bit more normal. Well. And uh, yeah, and then going into the next song, Pose. I love it. Um, yeah, this is a great one. Because mm -hmm. the first four songs off this album were their singles, so a lot of attention to detail in these. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great song. The last single they released, and you know something about it too, like talking about like their 
talking about the new generation proudness of their art is this band is kind of unique in the sense that the four female vocalists are people of color, two black women, and then two uh, Asian women of different um, ethnicities. And then the two producers are uh, queer men. So they have a lot of interesting introspection and how they, you know, show that in their art. And the fact that they're all from New York, they're used to like this big melting pot. And for them, they don't see it as a selling point or something to really, you know, specifically say in their lyrics. If they talk about love, it's just about love. And, you know, for them, it's just a way of a stroke of a pen, not the uh, color they use. Yeah, so. I mean, I I think especially on uh, Pose and, mm-hmm. um, oh, what's the other one? Syncopate? Oh, yeah, Syncopate. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the diversity of ideas really, really are shown very well because it does a lot of very interesting things, but it's layered very well, like, in the song, you yeah. know? Um, I don't know, it's just... I, I feel like these are both layered very well. But I feel like going after Syncopade, mm-hmm. um, it takes a dive. All I right. think I think it doesn't reach the height of the first four tracks for the rest of the album. And I think it kinda like I think it kinda like just drones on, to be completely honest. That's that's actually fair. Um I do like the songs for what they are. Um but like Compared to their first album, Heat Wave, Heat Wave is definitely like their first four songs. Mm-hmm. More hot, like poppy, hip hoppy, um, kind of like fully, like all the artists are coming together. Whereas songs going to like uh, Talking to Myself or it was 50 50. Uh, I know that one sounded kind of like a almost more like an anthem girl song. Mm-hmm. Like then I would, that would hear not on like a hip hop or R&B or like funk album. So that's where I think part of their diversity to like fighting for spots on the album and it might not be exactly cohesive, but I still think it works for their uh their benefit and I mean there's only a couple songs that I think I really like were like eh, but yeah. See, I I I just think I just think their the songs became very formulaic at the end. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I feel like a lot of them were um, kind of just R&B tunes that uh, had, um, oh, I had, like, relied a lot on, like, sustained vocals, and which is interesting for two or three songs, but I feel like that kind of happened, like, way more often than I would have like, liked it to. Like, especially the last uh, three songs from Layla and the Rocket yeah. to My Friends. Yeah, I'd say... Uh, I'd say honestly, like um, track eleven, hazards to the mm-hmm. end, embody yeah. that very well. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, you know, it might be just like my bias of loving this sound, or the fact that they are short songs, or you know, I, I don't really mind it that much. But I definitely mm. see what you're saying. It's not as strong as their first bit, yeah. and I think that might just be, you know. The, the way they talk about themselves, they don't want to call themselves a band. They're a group or like, you know, like uh, like a cohesive kind of like <laughs> project. It's uh, it makes it sound like there is more behind the scenes than we know about. Yeah. But from interviews that I've seen, 
they always push themselves because they know other people are expecting stuff mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. So whether or not um, this will lead to a bigger group of themselves or each in their own way, um, either way, I still think, you know, for a 34-minute album, front to back, when I was listening to it, I appreciated it. And oh, I yeah. Definitely, yeah. No, like, uh, w what I said is not to say oh, yeah, definitely that, that um, these are, like, bad songs. Like, these are good, like, R&B, like, chill songs it's just from the way that their first album and that the first four tracks on this like differentiated themselves from each other i feel like a little more of that was needed on the back end of this record yeah, i think you know i have to look into it a little bit more but you know talking about heatwave being a two-week project i believe for the most part uh the lyrics and overall songs were written by charlie and uh uh, the other guy, uh, the Charlie producers. and Julian. Okay. So, and I know uh, the ladies got more uh, songwriting chops and felt, you know, and also they worked during COVID. This was from yeah. you know, 2019 onwards. So, uh, I mean, when did this album come out? So like, this came out actually a month ago. Oh, March. Yeah. Okay. okay. So actually, I think March 4th exactly. All so, right. uh, but yeah, and they also had two singles that were not on this album that I loved a lot. One called Summer or Sunrise, uh, and one called FYO, which, you know, we kind of talk about summer. And Michelle is always known for summer music because they kind of embody that. Like, I know for uh, the playlist for MMR, I put 225 in there because it like perfectly describes like you got your AirPods in, you got fresh kicks, you hop over the subway and you're just enjoying the city and everything it's about. It's a great song. It's just like, yeah, about, you know, enjoying the space around you. Uh, sunrise is specifically about, you know, uh, when you wake up, like what's your sunrise to get out and keep trying to do more. And FYO is talking about their uh, experiences being a diverse group of different ethnicities, different backgrounds, and how they try to like explain, especially, you know, throughout all the uh, social issues we've had in the past couple of years, like how do we put that into a song to kind of explain, you know, just cut and dry like it doesn't matter who you are it's mm -hmm. about you know sharing this love outward and that's all in all what i appreciate about them they're they, they seem very unique very genuine and i look for that more in artists now oh definitely, yeah De definitely i mean this is this is definitely an artist that's a uh, i will add to my repertoire now like i will be consistently checking for new yeah. albums new releases because in the end i i really like their sound yeah. like they they have they have a very calming and but yet at the same time still like upbeat and like fast tempo i mean on a select few songs that just really hit for me yeah and i'm kind of curious to see i know uh a lot of other uh, artists that are in like you know like a spotify playlist if i do like you know the michelle artist radio that will come on that i like they kind of also embody this mix of like that kind of genres we're talking about but they do it with at least longer songs that are more dynamic and go mm -hmm. through uh, highs and lows and kind of different ebbs and flows. So I'm kind of curious, you know, when are they going to do a longer album, maybe less songs with more thought put into them? Because, you know, it'd be crazy to see, especially these before strong uh, women vocalists, like how can you make a song like Mess You Made more often? Yeah. You know, because Mess You Made, I can tell they 
spent a lot of time on that, and that's definitely my favorite track off of this whole album. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, like, End of the World, like, it's still a fun song, yeah. But like, you can't lie. Like, you know, the lyrics, like, oh my, you know, just it just takes me grab out my of hips. It. I'm not gonna lie. And, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I kind of appreciate it, but you know, it's definitely like, all right. Where's Michelle's sound? Because I'm hearing four or five things. Mm-hmm. What is the one? Yeah, you know, I, I, that that's a great point. Like, I would really love for them to just focus on one of the kind of elements that they bring in because. Mm-hmm. It kind of seems like they're putting like 25% effort into a few things, but if they just commit to one, and I mean, that might be because of just how big the group is and how like, yeah, and a lot of stylistic differences. Because when you have two Mm -hmm. producers and four like vocalists, like that's that is two positions managed by six people, so it's like. There's got to be a lot of back and forth in their creative process. So yeah. That might be an element of it. And a lot of times they even say, like, you know, sometimes for a song we'll have three people, sometimes we'll have four, sometimes we'll have all six. So definitely, uh, you know, the tracks you like, check out. I wish I brought the album. Uh, we couldn't prop it up, but uh, in the back it actually says, like, who wrote which song. And which um, which albums you have? The first and this yep. one that just dropped? Yep, it's just this, this these two. They actually okay. came in today, so I was like, oh, oh okay, I want to show dang. them off. but. Ah, uh, no worries. You'll see them on the on the title, and also they got great artwork. Um, I don't they know if you do saw. They do have great artwork. I I mm-hmm. really like the one for after after dinner we talk. Yeah, like and I I caught myself like just looking at it while like actually listening to the music because you can catch like a lot of like small little things in the art. Yeah, and it has like hard brush strokes of like solid paint where you kind of yeah. like the definition of the paint itself is like shadows. Mm-hmm. Uh, their singles also have the same artwork for. Uh, like expiration date and pose and syncopate. So. I wonder if they do that in house or do like yeah, one. I have one to of check them. that out. Guarantee you. I mean, that's also one thing. Like living in a city, I feel like you know. Have you been in cities much? Like New York, yeah, Chicago. Yeah. When you step in there, you kind of have this new air. Exactly. So yeah. I feel like part of like that summer is like if you have a fresh air of, you know, all these different groups of people, different things happening. It's like breathes life you just want to create exactly versus now when it's cold go to chicago and i'm like you know oh my face is hurting the you shouldn't i don't want to live in a place where my face hurts when i walk outside i feel like that's a safe thing to say but yeah i mean asking for the least there yeah (laughs) well we're looking forward to the summer uh you heard some of our uh, interests i'm gonna have to follow your summer playlist because i've if what i've heard before the show is what it's all like i I might just like steal your entire playlist. Listen, man, I wouldn't blame you. I sometimes look in... how humble he is. I wouldn't blame you. My music's great. <laughs> okay, okay. But like, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. Sometimes in winter, I'll just throw in these, uh, like my summer playlist because mm-hmm. I, I don't know, just reminds me of better times. You know, yeah, better times because I like summer way more than winter. But summer's you know. good. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you've heard it here from us. Be sure to check us out in our group at More One Eighty Two Thursday nights at seven. And be ready for the summer. Good times and good music. All right. Thank you all. Thanks for tuning in.